Monique Hart, you are and will always be an all-star. Oh, and one more thing. Shantae, you scared. I don't know how to do a death drop, America. A complete fallout, Shablaya. Why she play with my villains like this? She had y'all sitting on the edge of y'all seats. I was on the edge of my seat, too. Okay, I can't, I can't. She goofs everyone in the room, everyone in the nation. No, RuPaul, you cute. I was gonna look for you in the parking lot. I was like, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Can I go now? Hold up, motherfucker. We got a show to do. <laughs> well, America, world, she peed. She peed, America. Nevertheless, she peed. She peed. You know, and, and I have often wiggled and then peed. So it is a natural progression. Um, yeah, no, we we definitely we definitely saw Monique fight to keep her place in this competition. Um I I don't know. I have a lot of thoughts about this episode and about what panned out because I guess just to start with what RuPaul had said in the video message and what we heard in the in the commercial was like after this week everything's going to change and like cut to eh, nothing changed and Latrice is back. Yeah, we only changed it to get Latrice back and to keep Valentina in the competition. Yeah. And so and <laughs> right, right. And I kind of feel like with all with those kind of maybe distracting um, highlights, like lest we forget Monique Hart. This this episode was the gooping of Monique Hart. What do you mean? It, the whole episode, I feel like the theme was just like let's just goop Monique all episode. She's got Latrice coming after her. She you know the whole time she knows that she's gonna have to fight for her place in the competition. Then she lip syncs her heart out. Then she thinks she's not staying. Like Monique is earning her place this episode in a way like no queen has had to earn her place. <laughs> <laughs> now remind me because I know we watched it together, but. Did you think that she was there was going to be double Shantae when uh, Latrice was saved? Because I was, I mean, I was on the edge of my seat, and I thought I, I what I said out loud. Oh, they did her dirty. I went into denial because I just was not willing to. I just didn't. I, my my little heart couldn't take it. I couldn't take the idea that like Monique, like got booted, uh, for no good reason, and and for. A great lip sync. Yeah, for a great lip sync. And if the reason was to bring Latrice back, it's like, love you, Latrice, but I don't think you earned your place back in this competition if it means sending Monique home. I see, yeah. So I didn't want to imagine... I, I think I just stayed very present. <laughs> I just was like, I can't imagine what's going to happen. You took deep breaths. I took deep you breaths. You looked to your right. Yes. You looked to your left and laughed mm-hmm. like Jasmine. Yep, yep. I, you know, I, I took in acceptance. I released surrender. And uh, I said, Monique, now I'm going to stay right there because you're not going nowhere this week, my friend. Um, and when she fell, I mean, my heart dropped all the way to my cuckoo. Yeah, we all fell. We all. That yeah. mean... I just, I'm... It was the true death drop, A true death drop. There's so many great memes now of, like, just her lying on the floor and Mm -hmm. people being like, me, during my depression nap at 2 a.m. God, I know. (laughs) For the the depression map memes are skyrocketing right now. The the depressed Twitter memes are uh, soaring. Depressed millennials. Yeah, Yeah. oh, man, depressed millennials. You know what I love about depressed millennials is they turn it into art. I mean, I guess... I mean, I guess everybody does, right? Like, I guess, like, every, like, depressed author, you know. Um, oh, sure. But, yeah, I mean, look at Amy Winehouse. Like, right. Like, amazing songs. Right. But I guess, like, what I love now is, like, 
a depressed 23 year old can also just like pair a gif with a sentence in all lowercase letters and all of a sudden you know you, you got art you yeah, know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. um <laughs> also me colon Monique right. laying on the yeah, floor yeah, exactly exactly yeah exactly <laughs> that needs to be like a book about like maybe it won't be a book it'd probably be like a video about like this era and it would be called also me or me right now oh you know not I mean? me too but also me yes yes mm, hashtag also me also me i feel like that's another movement yeah. that's totally different yeah but yeah. tangent yeah because we're using it's very postmodern right we're using all of these different references to describe and to identify ourselves yeah yeah we're always instead of using our own words right yes yeah. we're always uh I don't want to say reappropriating, but we're always reinterpreting something to mean something else. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I, I guess it, the word would be reappropriate. I guess so. I just feel like yeah. there's that like. Tinge, oh, there, yeah. There's yeah. a there, yeah, there's that a, it, it means tainted. Something. Yeah, exactly. You just didn't want to say taint. I didn't did want to. Well, I mean, I got no problem with taint. Oh no. Yeah, <laughs> I taint misbehaving. <laughs> taint that the truth. Taint. I was just gonna say taints and entertainment, but that's 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 entertainment. <laughs> entertainment. <laughs> that's entertainment. Thank you. <laughs> well, back to this uh, goop gag. Um, yeah. So, what did you think of this twist? Right, this idea that the queens now this season, the the big twist was rules are changed. We're gonna have you all lip sync and go against each other, and some queens might be able to send you home that were were gone before. So. Uh, in comparison to last season, right, where they came back and they had to do the girl groups. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, everybody was kind of safe-ish there. Maybe one person wouldn't have been, right? Yeah, I mean, I feel like that was the issue with this season is that unlike All-Stars 2 or maybe maybe even All-Stars 3, the first four queens who went home, there really wasn't anyone who went home too soon or um, was doing really well. And all of a sudden, like, oh, my God, I can't believe she went home second. Like Tatiana. Tatiana. Uh, um, Alyssa Edwards. Alyssa Edwards. So to have these, to have Jasmine. You can argue Thorgy Thor. Yeah. I certainly would be happy to argue Thorgy Thor. So to have a queen like Jasmine who really wasn't, kind, who was really just kind of there to have a good time. And to have a queen like Farah who was really still growing. And to have a queen like Gia who was less there to be competition and more to stir the Hot and well, and to tell promote a, story. a platform, yeah, yeah. exactly. But it, but tertiarily, she was there to compete. Oh, you know sure. what I mean? Yeah. And then Latrice, which with her whole story, I just feel like I wasn't as like I wasn't as shocked by the outcome because it's like, yeah, I didn't see any of them sending any of the queens home who were still in the competition. Right. I mean, There's I, a reason that they're still in the competition. I do have thoughts about the Gia Naomi lip sync, uh, and we'll get to that when we get mm. to it. But in terms of Latrice and Monique. This lip sync was arguably very fantastic. I do think that Naomi v. Gia was better mm -hmm. in terms of like, just like gag worthy stuff. I mean, because yeah. this was, this to me was a little bit more old school with wig reveals and splits. Mm -hmm. You did have the Latrice drinking bird. Oh movement. my goodness. Yeah, she was. <laughs> it's also she, a meme now. Yeah, she was bird boxing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bird boxing. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think someone said bird dipping. So yeah, someone sent us the meme, and it's a deep cut. If you saw the movie Hereditary, that oh, Tony Collette banging on. That. I'm glad. I'm glad. I haven't seen Hereditary, but I'm glad that somebody made that reference. I think it was Keeve. Yeah, uh, Kev. Yeah. Uh, I I'm glad that I know that that's something that I have to witness. Oh no! Just <laughs> side tangent, side note. I tried to watch Hereditary again. Uh, a few days ago and I got maybe like 40 minutes in and I was like, I can't take it. I can't take too it. Scary? Too scary? Oh, too, like just too overwhelming. Not even too scary because it didn't even get to the really scary stuff yet. It was just so goddamn dark. I can't watch that And movie. I just couldn't watch Tony Collette go through it again. Ugh. 
which is just a sign of how amazing it sure, is. You know? Sure. Ugh. I hear you. Ugh. But hear anyway. You. Uh, but I did watch the one. I mean, there's the infamous dinner table scene, and then there's the bedroom floor grief scene. I that, can't I can't go back and forth. I know you. I know. I'm just saying. Some Marys. Marys who know what I'm talking about. about it. It's just as awful the second time around. <laughs> but anyway, that's all I have to say about that. Uh, yeah. So you have Latrice. Uh, she's doing kicks. I will say, when she does her first wig reveal, and then goes into this, like... It was it was similar to it was the same mood as Valentina, just like yeah, going into this crazy trance, mm-hmm. right? Like Suspiria type trance. Yes, she she volked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I just you know, there's this. It, it, it was also the same mood as like Naomi Malone in Showgirls dancing at the club, like it was just like. Mm-hmm. A whirlwind. It was aggressive. Yeah. It was fierce. It was confident. I was just like, okay, it's, work. It's like at the reunions when they have those those really kinetic backup dancers before the commercials. Yeah, that that like aggressively furious. Yeah, it's like, what are you? You're so mad at the beat right now. When's the beat gonna drop so I can beat the shit out of yeah, it? Right, yeah, right, right, yeah. right, 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 right. Um, you know, I when that moment, I know the moment you're talking about when Latrice had the wig reveal and then she launched into basically yeah. she launched into the lead, and I thought, oh, this is when Latrice wins. And for like a hot second, I was like, oh, we lost you, Monique. And there is this moment where Monique is coming up from the back with the fan, the fan. and this determination in her eyes, and I'm like, it's not over, it's not over. And then she took the wig off. Yeah, and, and then, into verse two, and yeah. I was like, okay, new character now. It was I mean you that for Marys if you don't remember it is so worth going back and just you know people kept saying oh like like Latrice is this unstoppable legend and Monique the, the, I think they were kind of pushing that Monique is you know s- still trying to get to her level it's like oh don't sleep on Monique Hart don't sleep on Monique Hart top three for me she will come in from behind top three and I, I'm loving her this season. It's just yeah. been, she's had such a good run this season. I love Latrice as well, and I thought that she did great in this lip sync. There are people that were like, "Well, it wasn't that good," but they wanted her to come back. They had yeah. to have one queen come back, otherwise, it's like, "Why well, have this lip sync?" Mm-hmm. What I did mean, you call it Rupalapalooza? Rupalapalooza. <laughs> I just still don't understand. It's like RuPaul and Paul Abdul came together. Yeah. This. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rupala Abdulapalooza. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, uh, that, was the best. <laughs> that was the most confusing. <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, listen, I got to give it to Latrice. She like, she did not, she did not waste that opportunity. If she wanted to come back, she did everything she could in that lip sync to come back. Yeah. This and, is, and this is her job. This is what she's mm-hmm, good at. And you can mm-hmm. tell. You even can if, tell. even if some of that choreography was like, oh, that's the sissy that wall choreography. I've seen that. Oh, I that's not something I'm yeah like the fly 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 like that's all kind of like with the hands that was all like from the video oh okay facts are facts that's facts are facts facts are facts um yeah I I was happy with the twist uh I was happy to see a a mid-season Super Bowl Mm -hmm. um because Mm -hmm. you know we usually have to wait till the end the grand finale to see some lip syncs again I like that it was kind of a level playing field of like okay we all know you can lip sync this isn't a comedy challenge Mm -hmm. this isn't a sewing challenge it's not a makeover yeah you all have lip synced. This is the thing we expect you to be able to do yeah. across. Because, it, yeah, it's going to be every week there's going to be this challenge. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think anybody was 
terrible. No. I think that some songs were better than others to lip sync to. Um, yeah. I do think that there's one uh, contestant, Jasmine Masters. Mm, yeah, um, who didn't know the words uh, all the time? No, she was she was giving me that that peanut butter was crunchy. <laughs> yeah, that peanut butter was crunchy. Um, yeah, Skippy. <laughs> yeah, she we they they almost skippied her out of there. Yeah, they're gonna meme me your ass right out of there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In a gif. Sorry, yeah. sorry. <laughs> there you sorry. go. Sorry. She's got Peter Pan syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, oh right. my god. <laughs> Any other peanut butter no, uh, I references think, you want to make? No, I, I, I think, uh, no, that's it. I think there's some sort of almond butter joke in there somewhere, but I can't find it. So, Good. Um, yeah. <laughs> Good. Um, let's uh, see. <laughs> well, anyway. Yeah, uh, some sort of spread joke in there, too. But um, So, yeah. So, Monique stays. I did love how she said, like, I was going to, you know, come at you in the parking lot. Oh, yeah. Did, didn't this happen earlier this season with her? Doesn't she get gooped earlier? This, someone has this moment earlier this season where like, oh, Rue, you got me, girl. You you know, there's Rue gooped somebody earlier this season, and I couldn't remember who it was, and I was going to look it up before we recorded, and now here we are. Okay, so, yeah, I don't, um, I, I don't know when she gooped. Mary's, who got gooped? Goop? Who Goop? <laughs> I, Monique and I are very apolog- apologetic. We're very sorry for driving goop into the ground. <laughs> I didn't know she was going to do it. That's okay. Um, well, with that, Mary, let's jump into this episode. This is uh, kind of an interesting episode, but before we get started, let's uh, tell our Marys what they're listening to. Well, they're, of course, listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary, which is, of course, our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this little BDBD TV show. I'm Johnny, the ugly one. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Colin. Uh, no comment. <clears throat> and this week, um, and this week we are continuing our All Stars Four recap, as you may know. Particularly, and in case Marys don't know, you may have missed. We had a hot take video this mm-hmm. week, um, which was super fun and had a Marco cameo. So, like, if you don't want to see our mugs of whatever quality, then you can at least see Marco. Uh, and so if you want to know when we keep talking about hot takes, if you want to know how to get on that, obviously, I don't want to be one of those podcasts that talks about Patreon all the time, but it just so happens to be at patreon.com backslash all right, Mary. There you go, Mary. All right, Mary. Yeah. I mean, listen, people want to know. Yeah, people want to know. Yeah. Um. So there's, we could go through this episode linearly, right? Yeah. And we would just keep saying, are you nervous? I can't believe this is happening. Are you nervous? I can't believe this is happening yeah, yeah, yeah. for like 30 minutes. Yeah, she might have won the battle, but I'm going to win the war. How many times are we going to get, I'm not mad, but I'm going to oh, yeah. I'm gonna stomp a mud hole in her ass. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, are you sure you're not holding a grudge, Latrice? Because uh, you're... <laughs> she's certainly holding on to those heels yeah. since season four. Yeah, exactly. Um, you've been holding on to those shoes. But, she, you know, it's interesting because she said, you know, it's not personal. But it's personal. I mean, at the end of the day, that kind of sums up Latrice in this episode. That mm-hmm. like, yeah, she's not mad at Monique, but she also is like into the story of like, all right, I'm gonna get back at Monique. Right. There there's an element of like, I'm not mad at you, I'm mad at the dirt. Yeah, you right, know, like right. I'm mad at the situation, but I feel like then it's like, but I'm also mad at you. It's like I just I just love that talking head of Monique being like Oh, it was brilliant. I didn't save Monet because she's my season ten sister. Oh yeah. I saved the bitch because she's got a better report card. Like, let's just get into it. But Monique in that kind of, you know, act one back in the workroom against, you know, when, when Latrice kind of comes for her, Monique is earning another best supporting actress for how she's carrying herself. Monique? Like, yeah. Like oh. she's not getting riled. 
she's well, I, she's serving it to us straight, right? Yeah. This, this idea of uh, of uh, Latrice when she's just like, girl, you know, you've been doing the same looks since season four. Like it's this yeah. pageant drag. Like, yeah. You were doing the worst in the competition. I think she says. Um, uh, oh, Monique. She's like, yeah, it was better report card. Yeah, that was the only reason. Yeah, and I think it was just like I, I was. I was glad to hear. I was glad to hear Monique say those things because obviously I've had the same feelings. But I was also just like really impressed with how I think she was being consistent in the sentiment that she was showing Latrice last week of like, you know, what you mean to me, like what you mean to the gay community, what you mean to black yeah. gay men. Like she was still treating Latrice with that respect. With the royalty. Yeah. yeah. But still laying it out to her straight. And I think that's... Royalty. Sorry. All right, Mary. Yeah. Um, the royalty was when she said, and I quote, the reality is you've had three seasons, sis. You've had tons of fans. You've been traveling the world, but you still give the same pageant drag you gave on season four, and that's why you got chopped. Yeah. And it's like, okay, Give it to a straight. I mean, facts are facts, Xerox. Well, and it's hard you know? to hear sometimes, especially when you, you know, uh, there's this word that they keep throwing around of delusional, which could just be like self-preservation, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I think we'll go more into that when we talk about Valentina. But, um, you know, Latrice has to create the drama somehow as yeah. well. I think that she also understands the game. I did want to talk a little bit about um, Latrice writing season all stars one off. Uh, she's like, yeah, we don't we don't talk about that. Yeah, it doesn't count. And I'm over here like, is Chad Michaels like fuck my drag? Right, right. I know exactly, <laughs> exactly. I think it. I think the whole all stars one thing is it's strange. It's strange a that it gets so much airtime. Like season seven and all stars one have gotten like a significant amount of airtime as being like less bad. than as being bad. And I think. To your point, yeah, what does that say to the queens who won that season? It's kind of like when people kind of regard Trixie with All-Stars 3 as like, well, you didn't really win that season. Right. And she's like, well... She won the game show, girl. She, yeah, like you didn't do it nothing. Yeah. It's just, it's... I think when people start having those arguments, it's like, well... You've never seen Survivor then. You know what I mean? If you're going right. to act like that, like it, it doesn't always work that way. Yeah. That's not how the game is always played. I do think that this twist would have, to go back to your first point, like this twist would have worked really well had Monet or Monique or somebody sickening, Valentina, yeah. gotten eliminated early. If Valentina got eliminated early. And then sent Farrah home. Right. This would have been a great, great episode to use that twist. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I was very concerned that Monique was going to get sent home this week, that she was going to be the sacrificial lamb for Latrice, because sometimes... I or just the twist of the season. Yeah, but sometimes yeah. I feel like like Monique, it almost felt like they were doing the setup of, oh, Monique doesn't listen, she doesn't listen, and we got her. Yeah. And I was afraid that's what was happening here. Okay. But it seems more so they they, they got her a little bit. They're they like, did. You yeah, listening? Did. You're they not did. going home, but you listening? She. I think she's going to go to the end I too I mean she just I think between being the narrator and having so many moments and wins and lip syncs this season like win lose or draw like Monique is getting so much from this season yeah a I'm, lot of airtime yeah I'm a just like I'm loving it because we talked about this in season 10 like she just had all this like potential energy mm. to host a show like she's all this star right. power she's a singer <clears throat> and I feel like we're really seeing it this season not just in challenge wins, but in all the ways that you can be a star. Oh, all the ways that you develop fans, right? Yeah, yeah. Totally. It, like, and it, it's, I think people who read her for kind of, you know, producing, and I'm, I'll am i read a queen for producing any day. Sure. It just doesn't bother me. I just find, 
I think she's good at it, so it doesn't bother me. Well, we, yeah, we were a little annoyed in the beginning of the, it was just like brown cow stunning, mm-hmm. stunning, stunning, stunning. It's like, okay, girl, what, now what, right? Right. Like, that was, that was a moment that was created. Now it doesn't feel so organic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that, you know, she's starting to rise past that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I think she's just showing a lot of personality. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just, I love that whole thing of like, what is it? Um, uh, oh, the, the spirit of delusion, America, you need to bind and rebuke. Oh, bind and rebuke. Like bringing yeah. in stuff. I like bind that. you, Nancy. Yeah. Doing harm. Harm against other people and harm against yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I bind you delusion. Yeah. She she brings those little quirks in. Sure. She doesn't just say like the generic like, bitch, I'm not going home. I mean, yeah. she said things like that, <laughs> but she keeps it interesting. Yeah. Well, and I, I think her insistence to the camera is there's a confidence there mm-hmm. it's like she is talking to you she's she's really instead of like a, a like a producer right uh, behind the camera the, you know the what way I mean? t- the way pharaoh would talk to a producer sure it doesn't feel as connected whereas i definitely feel a connection right with monique similar to that i feel with, with monet. katia katia monet juju b yeah 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 right. like when the they queens. when they talk to a producer mm-hmm. they're they're also very aware that they're Talking in response to what the audience has just seen. Yeah. Like they're you, good at that game. You almost forget that they're not breaking the fourth wall right. until they do. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, there you hi, are. Me. Hi, oh, hi, hi, hi. Yeah. Um, let's talk about uh, Farrah. Um, oh, wait. We could just quickly mention Jasmine. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think we should. Yeah. Uh, she was she, there. She, she doesn't feel like any type of way about leaving. And then, of course, you know, when she gets called out by Manila, she throws the shade back. Like, well, I tried to like you a little more. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I feel like Jasmine was just like, well, uh, yeah. Like, Fuck you. What are you talking about? Yeah, Leave me alone. I'm, yeah. I'm having a good time. I'm just sitting here relaxing. I don't know why I need. You don't need to be bothering me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also just want to mention, uh, this is just a note that I, I just had never heard of. I don't think I mentioned or I heard anyone else mention it when the episode came out, but uh, Farrah says something like Valentina gets her like uh, Ariana Grande oh, moment. Yes, 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 I wrote this all down. And yeah. I, I guess I just don't know why I had never heard anyone say Ariola Grande. Like, wasn't that really like, I just was like, Ariola Grande, how come no one? Like, that was the whole scandal was that they blurred her, her nipple. Oh. So... Why that was not like her Ariana Ariana I'm like stumbling over my words Ariola Ariola That's probably why Because it's so hard to say Ariola I feel like Grande. RuPaul right now yeah. Ariola Ariola I can't do it Air Air I'm Michelle Air Air E Millentary <laughs> I just can't say Choreographer. It. <laughs> Choreographer. Um, no, she, so Farrah says, I'd love to congratulate Valentina. She got her win dressed as Selena, her Ariana Grande redemption, and she got to send Pheromone home. So that was like her orgasm of an episode. And I'm so glad she got to have that. And then I'm like, this is like just, it's, it's spouted nicer than the Aja uh, monologue. Yeah, it, it reminded me of season three, Untucked, when Stacey Lane Matthews is like, I'm so glad you're here. Oh, right, Do you remember that right, moment? Yes. It's just, it's one of those of like, oh, and she got to have this and she got to have that. I'm just so happy for her. I mean, this is another like praise Valentina from a jealous contestant. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that kind of brings me into my thoughts on Valentina, you know, sure. and when she says, you know, Boom. But the, the fan, well, there's that oh, okay. of her. Yes. I mean, I love that whole moment. And I think we all knew that was going to happen. I mean, um, just to quote, you think this is cute? The story of let's just get rid of the bitch. Well, you know what? Bitches, I still got another motherfucking week. I love that. You think this is cute? This let's get rid of the bitch story. Yeah. Um, you know, I love that she talks about like in my little coconut head, like mm. the fantasy that I have is the fantasy that I'm keeping. And I, I don't know. I 
it doesn't bother me. Normally a queen like that, it kind of bothers me a little bit, but I'm so charmed by her little coconut head at this point that I don't, I guess I don't want her to be anything other than herself if this is who she is. What's the difference between her, quote unquote, because I really don't like the word delusional. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm just like, because eh. um, for me, it's survival tactic. Mm-hmm. That's really what it is. Yeah. Um, what's the difference between her delusion <clears throat> and Latrice's delusion? That's a good question. I think, I mean, I guess they both have a fantasy of how things are going. I guess, I think maybe it comes down to delivery. Because in a way, they're both seeing how they're doing differently than how everyone else is seeing it. Do you it. not believe Latrice, though? I don't believe Latrice, and I'm, like, I feel like she's so vehement that I'm not buying it. Okay. Whereas Valentina is not trying very hard to prove it. She's like, no, 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 I know I'm amazing. I don't need to prove anything. <laughs> and because she's not trying to convince me, I'm buying it more, ironically. Oh, okay. You know? You're buying it, Gia? I'm totally buying it, because she's not trying to sell it so hard. Yeah, um... Sometimes she sells it hard, right? With this, like, I am, my blood is boiling. But right. then it's this, like, telenovela, this, like, dr- like reality drama. Mm-hmm. That it's we a performance. Want. Yeah. We know that she's kind of winking. She's a playing bit. the character of Valentina. <clears throat> exactly. Whereas Latrice playing Latrice, it's like, that's not who Latrice should be playing. Latrice is playing Latrice in air quotes, like, right. when she does that. Whereas Valentina is playing Valentina. Latrice and, is playing, like, uh, in air quotes, emotions. Yeah, yeah. It's like, here, Latrice, be pissed off. Right. Be pissed off. Right. Yeah. Um, don't tell us, Valerie. Show us. <laughs> don't show us, Latrice. Show us. Um, you know, I definitely think this is a survival tactic for mo- for many artists. This idea of, like, well, I'm going to stay in my fantasy, and that's and then it becomes my reality, mm-hmm. right? Um, to surpass their inner saboteur or just, like, rising above outside influence. But I also find... And I'm just going to take us out of Drag Race for a second or out of, like, artists' minds. But it's also a scary mindset when you're interacting with somebody like this that that people that just ignore reality and mm-hmm. what's actually happening because they're experiencing their own paradigm. Uh, for them to just, like, jump ship, I think that would be crazy because they would, they would be shattered. Yeah. Um, and... And I and I think right now in our country, right, we're also dealing with, like, two paradigms. Yeah. It's funny. I was talking about this with my friends last night. There was a friend of theirs who, like, <clears throat> had, like, texted them, like, wanted to crash on their couch. And it turned out it was because he was supposed to fly to, like, Puerto Rico for a few months, but then he missed his flight. And so he had to, like, crash until he could get another flight. And, you know, and they were like, oh, no, we're not doing this. And so because he probably missed his flight because, you know, he was probably out partying, whatever. And they were talking about him and saying, you know, he kind of just like, you know, marches to the beat of his own drum and he's really his own energy. And they try to like celebrate like, yeah, he really just lives in his own world and kind of is uncompromising on that. And I can respect that. But then uh, my other friend said, well, yeah, and I can respect that, too. But like. If you're going to buy a plane ticket, like then if you're going to participate with that structure, then you have to follow its rules. Because like, especially a plane ticket, like you can't, you can't fly, you can't march to the beat of your own drum. If you're going to participate and fly in America, then you have to follow the rules. Yeah. And so there are times where I can respect somebody having their own paradigm because you might as well choose one. Sure. You know, but I think that second point makes a lot of sense to me too. There are certain 
like things that you can't decide the rules about. Right. You have to see everything also, Mm -hmm. right? You have to come down from the clouds every now and then Mm -hmm. so that you can go back up. Yeah. And you can participate in the matrix consciously. Sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Paul talks about that. Yeah. Like you, you can go into it kind of like a, like a secret agent. I think a lot of these Queens on drag race, especially because this is their second time, third time Mm. um, back on the show they are, they know what they're getting into. Yeah. Latrice, she commented, a, a friend of mine posted on, uh, on Twitter or uh, Instagram, um, like, uh, like facts about this past episode. And one of them was, I think Latrice is going to lose a lot of fans. Mm. And Latrice commented being like, oh, I hope that I'm not losing any fans because we put a lot of effort into making this competition fun and interesting and exciting mm-hmm. and we all put ourselves into it to make it interesting. Yeah. Yeah, like at the end of the day, you know... It's like she's part of this matrix. She's she's playing yeah. a role. Yeah, if, if we were not getting Latrice acting, you know, huffy puffy all this episode, would we be talking about her at all? Would we have content? Or would it be just like, why is she acting boring, right? Yeah. It's just like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think... We'd have something to say. Exactly. And and I think <laughs> that sucks. there's always that thing of like, well, there, you know, I want drama, but I don't want too much drama. Be nice, but don't be boring. Like, it it really just kind of highlights the, the, the paradox or po- highlights the contradictions, right, you know, that right. we, we do have to sometimes make sacrifices. You know, you can't have... The, the uh, what is it? A, not a cathedral. Um, you can't have a coliseum, but then say, but I don't want violence. Oh, I see. Because if you're going to have a coliseum fight, you're going to have violence. Right. Yeah. If we've created this structure, this monster of a competition that's mm-hmm. cutthroat. Yeah. And that's just the way it goes. Yeah. And granted, we've talked about things like Kind Media. We've talked about Great British Bake Off. We know competitions don't have to be that way. But those are nuances specific to things like the Great British Bake Off. The nuances of Drag Race require some of this because it's a drag competition show so it would feel weird to not have high melodramatic stakes did you see the new ads for the haters roast oh i did see it says don't come if you can't take a joke i don't know if i saw that but i'm glad that that's That's like the tagline it's like haters roast 2019 don't buy a ticket if you can't take a joke oh yeah it's Mm -hmm. like they're just barking back it's like do not even come if you're going to just like get yeah. mad about a queen making fun of another queen. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's I very think, interesting. Yeah, I think it's. I think you have to do that now, which yeah. is kind of stupid. It's like, duh. Well, but yeah, and also you know, to to the queens roasting, it's like make great jokes. Well, I guess it does. Gi- <laughs> it does give them. Um, it does kind of give them a buffer of like, okay, sure. don't pander to a PC crowd. Right. Just create good content. Yes. And that's what we'll hold the standard of, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping that they don't get up there and just, like, tell racist rape jokes. Because, you know? Because yeah. this is like, come on. Unless they're, like, brilliantly funny and they say something interesting and meaningful. You know what I mean? I feel like there's that question of, like, what's off limits and why? There's, like, it's, it's that, it's that, uh, here's your rape it's, 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 joke. It's that you know? moment in the comeback when the improv teacher is, like, you know, we don't really joke about cancer and there's certain mm-hmm. things that are just like off the table. Yeah. And then the show goes ahead and makes three cancer jokes right after that that right. are brilliant. Right. And like proves it like proves that point wrong. In yeah. a way, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and I think that like drag is like such a perfect, you know, venue to challenge like what are you not allowed to joke about? Right. You know, I think I don't know, like I as much as I'm all for sensitivity, I 
I see the value in being able to joke about things, but it requires it requires yeah. such a specific note you have to be able to hit, and you have to have such an emotional intelligence, I think, to both find it and hear it, right. that it has to happen almost in closed-door environments. Yeah. Because not everyone's going to realize the note you're hitting. You know, I know, I, I'm going to go off on a tangent, because I think it's it's worth it. So I was re-watching season nine, because, you know, Valentina's oh, on, yeah. Trinity's on, um, and I got to the episode where... Alexis gets very upset that during the reading challenge, they started reading her weight. Yeah. And even RuPaul is like, well, you got to be able to take a joke and yet whatever, all of that. Fine. Right. I hear that point. Mm-hmm. And, I, and that's the point we're talking about right now. Now, two episodes prior, Sasha chastises mm-hmm. Eureka for making a bulimia joke. Yeah. Yeah. Don't joke about that. Don't joke about that. Mm-hmm. Why? What's the nuance between joking about being too skinny versus being too fat. Why is being fat okay to joke about? Mm-hmm. Well, I think we talked about this during season nine. I think that was the exact conversation we had of like, why was it a why why was it acceptable for Sasha to be like, oh, don't joke about that, but it was unacceptable for Alexis to get sensitive about uh, a, a weight issue. Sure, both of these are just weight issues. Because I t- yeah, I, and I t- also get that one of them is also like a disorder and mm-hmm. can kill you and leads to death mm-hmm. and yet but overeating and and being fat and dealing with that bullying and all of that mm-hmm. is also just as sensitive yeah that oh might yeah lead to suicide you know what i mean so yeah I, not and, to get too heavy but like no both <laughs> oh yeah. my god yeah and and i just want to amend when i say both of them are just weight issues one of them is a i just mean that one is about being overweight one is about being underweight sure, for it. different reasons yes, yes, i just yes. i don't want to miss the nuances on that but i hear what you're saying both of them can be fatal both of them uh, can cause all kinds of health issues. Both of them can stem from significant uh, mental health issues. And to be honest with you, one of them is in our media lauded over the other. Yes, absolutely. I mean, and and it's like for years being, the modeling industry being skinny is is la- is lauded, and being heavier is more common. Yeah. And so, like that disparity or that dissonance is what keeps us all stuck. Is right. that in general we are not just heavy just heavier than size two. Sure. It's like saying that a size six is like, oh, well, now she's getting... Like, mm. I don't really know women's sizes, but that just seems to... Like, it. when I hear things like that, I'm like, really? What? There's so many sizes, and, and at, like, six, you decide now it's too big? Yeah, right, right. That's right. when the... That's where the fucking line is? Yeah, that's crazy. Um, Having, like, height not in, in, yeah. in, in the question. You know yeah, what I mean? Nothing. It's just like, really? Yeah. It's yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah, and so I mean, again, like, and I'm subjective on this for a number of reasons because I like boys and thickness, but I just, um, I don't know what the difference is to answer your question. I I think the the difference is, um, I don't know. That, that's a great question. I don't know. Uh, I I think that also highlights the contradictions here. That like we are very comfortable with fat jokes, and we are very uncomfortable with skinny jokes. Yeah. And, um, and yet we have so many weight issues one way or the other in the gay community, in the gay community and and in our community, in our society, that it almost feels like either both of them are funny or neither of them are funny. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's It's easier to laugh at a fat girl than a, than a fat boy. And maybe, maybe there's the, I mean, yes, there are those dynamics too, that like you look in the media and a plus size woman is going to be more often a punchline or more often um considered less desirable or you know there's some allusion to that versus a larger man you know there won't even be a question of it you know what i mean it's like king of queens i love leah remini but 
Jesus, Kevin James, if it was reversed, <laughs> oh sure, the show would get canceled. Yeah. It's it, it's frustrating to watch. I, I can't remember how we got into this discussion. Um, maybe it was about paradigms. Maybe uh, um, and the idea of like what's funny and what's not funny. And I think because you're talking about Haters season Roast, nine, season and nine, like Alexis Michelle. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, take a drink, Alexis Michelle. <laughs> I love her. Yeah. Um, Farah. Uh, Saved by the Bell. I wish the no one goes home thing happened on my episode. <laughs> she was, I think Farrah was very hurt uh, that Valentina sent her home. Yeah. It was clear that they have a lot of growing to do as, as frenemies. Mm-hmm. Um, and at times it was uncomfortable watching Farrah try to put on that nice face because she knows that the camera would, and the audience was, would eat up her being upset in the workroom. And she's trying to be mm-hmm. as gracious and wonderful as she can. Uh, well, I think that's why when we see later when she's talking to Valentina at the station, it's like oh, yeah. the, 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 the duck lippening that right. is going on, the goosening of pheromone as her lips just keep pursing and pursing so Ugh. that she doesn't cry. <laughs> oh, man. Ugh. It reminds me of when Gia was trying to like stir up before when she was doing her makeup and she was just like, mm-hmm. I'm not buying your drama, Gia. Yeah, I'm not buying your drama. Oh, man. Uh, so moving on, um, unless you have anything with no, this kind I, of I newness. Think, no, I think uh, we're kind of next day workroom. Everybody's in the room. Everybody's yeah. back. Gia's back doing just what she does best. Yeah, and Trinity has 0.00 time for it. Yeah. Like right away. She's like, no, I know why you're here. I'm not listening. I'm not interested. I'm. I. This is, you know, Trinity... Uh, she has some great moments this episode. I think for as much as the workroom is a bit of a slog and a bit repetitive. Oh, there's one with Farrah. That's yeah. Great. There's, there's just some great Trinity moments. Yeah. What did you make of the Gia gun that the, the editors added in when RuPaul says Love. you'll be lip syncing to my songs. And then Gia goes, what privilege loved it. <laughs> it's just such a shame that vine is gone. <laughs> But we'll use it as a gif or whatever. But I mean, that clip isolated is Pulitzer Prize worthy. Mm. To have the first openly trans queen on Drag Race stand there and bemusedly say, what privilege. I mean, you almost got to say, all right, producers. I got to give it to you. Yeah, I got to give it to you, girl. (laughs) Like, you have responded to the Guardian article. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) For sure. And who knows, maybe that was in response to Manila and Monet getting immunity. You know, I mean, she might have been like, oh, what privilege. Sure, that. sure. But then they put it in. They, oh, they put it in brilliant. a certain way. It was so good. I, that was one of my favorite moments this episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what privilege. There's, it was pitch perfect. You couldn't have said it better. Totally. Yeah. Oh, God. Gia Gunn. I know that it's so easy to hate on Gia, but she, the character of her on this show, maybe it's just the queer boy in me loving the villain. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's something about her just, like, stalking around the workroom, interviewing queens. Yeah. There's a great moment she has with Naomi that we can talk about in a little bit but like uh, there's just something about her energy that I'm like this is okay she I mean she's even a, her like poking at Trinity I thought was so yeah. funny well, she's like oh it's because you're nervous yeah, yeah, oh yeah. my god and yeah. I think that like there was that whole moment that they created with Trinity being like that's not going to be my narrative Gia mm-hmm. I think it was a lot more lighthearted than the than how it came across because yeah. Gia was smiling and laughing the whole time the last time when she did that last when, when oh, Trinity said time. oh I'm going to leave you guys to it oh it's because you're getting nervous <laughs> you knew that she was just having a good time it was great and in this like this big soup of a workroom like Gia is a spice. Yeah, she is. A, she keeps it spicy, and maybe too much of it. It, it too hot, and you know, like too much, you burn your tongue. Sure, you know, sure. you touch it too close, <laughs> you get burned. 
Spermas. Spermas. Uh, so, um, yeah, I just think that she is a spice in the soup. Yeah, and good for her. I'm loving it. Um, okay, so Valentina Farrow, we kind of talked about this, but uh, Ferris says, you know, like, oh, it really hurts to know that Valentina sent me home when at the same time she says that she really believes in me. Mm-hmm. And to that, I would respond, like, just because Valentina doesn't believe in you doesn't mean that she's also going to be honest with you. If somebody mm-hmm. believed in me, I'd want them to be completely honest with me. Yeah, I would think that, like, believing in someone means you're being honest with them. Because yeah. I think that if you if you really think someone can do something and they miss the mark, you're going to tell them you missed the mark. You're not going to say, oh, well, you know, you just got to stick at it. And I know, like, I don't, I don't think. I know you want this real bad. Yeah. Like, they're not going to say some, like, sort of generic uh, bumper sticker statement. I think Valentina is kind of similar to Trinity, is kind of holding Farrah to a standard they think she can meet. Sure. Maybe not today, but I would take it as a compliment that they think she can meet it. Totally. And not just that she's riffraff. Totally. I mean, there, there are people in my life, right? There are people that I use as just cheerleaders. I'm like, don't give me any feedback. I just need mm-hmm. you to say how great I am or just say, like, you're doing great. Keep doing this, you what, know? Do you hire them? How does this work? <laughs> well, I'm, t- like, I'm on a weight loss journey, and mm-hmm. so I use people that... I don't want them to tell me that I look terrible in an outfit. I mm-hmm. want them to be like hey great job on your run today right so you're kind of like hey they they know you're on your journey and they know the feedback you need right and then i have friends that are like put down the french fry johnny Mm -hmm. you know yeah sure sure who are like i'm not gonna tell you what you want to hear but i'm gonna tell you what you need to hear Yeah, exactly and they Mm -hmm. believe in me yeah because if they didn't think you could put down the fry they wouldn't bother telling you exactly Mm -hmm. Exactly. yeah um yeah no i i think uh I don't think Valentina is being shady. I think that the commercial, like there was all that editing of Farrah asking her, do you really think I, I was the weakest that week? It's like, you were. Oh, yeah. No, there's no question. But you were. I mean, I'm trying to remember that week. Who else was in the bottom? That was the singing challenge. It was a singing and challenge. And it was like Manila did poorly. Oh, right. It was like Manila and Farrah. And it was like, guys, I mean. There was somebody else, though. There was. Le- was it Latrice? Oh, was it, it was Monet, I think, because oh. she was like. She, no, no, Monet did really well. Oh, no, she did. She won that week. Yeah, she she won. was top two that week. Yeah. 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 I take it back. All right, man. Um, just, and while we're talking about Monet, I, since we're probably not going to talk about her much this episode, when she and Mo- Manila find out that they're immune this week, oh, God. the happy dance. She does the happy the dance. The happy yeah. dance. Monet, like... That was cute. The joy and relief emanating from Monet. Uh, and I don't know if that was a romper, episode. but that little outfit <laughs> was adorable. Yeah. She was just like... It was like, oh, how good it feels to be Monet right now. <laughs> like, how good it feels to be Monet Exchange right now. <laughs> like, you're killing it in this competition, and you've got nothing to sweat for this Oh, week. yeah. She's yeah. done. Yeah, she's good. She, You know, take a nap. Oh, yeah. That win was the right time to get that oh, win. Oh, my God. I, she had to have just been like, damn. Yeah. And also, I don't know. I think back. I'm like, is that why both of them were safe? Uh, or why both of them won the lip sync so that there could be an even number versus an even number? I mean, it makes sense, but it's also like I, I think they both did great. They both did great, and I think if that was the case, then Monet won and Manila got the win as well, well to keep them both. Yeah, and I mean, in when you watch it back, there are maybe two spots where Manila mm-hmm. doesn't really know the words mm-hmm. as perfectly as mm-hmm. Monet does, and Monet is just so much more perfect for that song. Oh, sure. I mean, sure. It's you know, so I was listening good. to Grizzly Kiki, and they. I, I laughed out loud when they were like, yeah, sh- 
Manila basically got that from a Halloween store, that costume. Yeah. And it was like mm-hmm. 70s black girl. Yeah, right? totally. It was like, this is a costume like the mom on Modern Family would wear yeah. in a Halloween episode. Yeah. 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 And it, I get, yeah, I mean, I know, right? Whenever right? I see like an Afro, I'm like, Ooh. I mean, maybe you're Jewish. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Jewish. Maybe you're Jewish. Uh, but Manila's not Jewish, Mary. No, but no, she, no you guys she's just not. saw Manila girl. I just saw Manila girl, and she's not coming from Temple. Let me tell you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she's not coming from Temple. Yeah, she was she's coming from the drag bar. Yeah, yeah, she was eating a BLT, and, and no shame. Um, let's talk about Naomi Gia, this little Kiki. I mm. love how Gia knows one of her roles. Latrice has this role too of kind of interviewing queens in RuPaul's stead. Um, so Gia kind of interviews Naomi here. Um, and also Gia kind of gives the oppor- takes the opportunity to talk about her being a woman that does drag and not mm-hmm. feeling as confident as she should be. I did love when Naomi says, you know, all these comedy channels have been in my ass. Yeah. I She's was like, okay, so there's real. a real one there. Yeah. There's a real one there. That moment was great because I felt, I, yeah, I felt like, um, it was just such a shame that we're not seeing more of her because she's not boring. She's not, you know, like monotone like she's she's very engaging yeah. and she's very smart and i i think about that clip the the deleted or extra scene of manila and naomi talking about uh sahara and, and right. manila's brother and it's just like and, uh, i mean uh, naomi's brother and i feel like there's so much potential there and i it it just i i guess we're not going to know until the season's over but like She's clearly giving great TV. She's giving great like reads in the workroom. Like she's she just is is better TV than they're showing, and I'm wondering why they're not showing it. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe it's not that great. Maybe it's just like little moments. Maybe, maybe I'm seeing. But we're just hearing some best. great shady moments. We got some great shady moments mm-hmm. against Latrice here. It was oh it was yeah, you learned moment. that in prison too. Yeah, right. I mean, Oof. these are great reads. Yeah, um, and I feel like the queens were laughing as if like. Naomi's just been spouting off brilliant reads the whole season. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, God, Naomi. Yeah. <laughs> Killing it. Yeah. Um, Gia gives her a great compliment. How she's just like, well, you know, it doesn't, I don't see that you're nervous. I think you're a great queen. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, okay, Gia, like this is Gia being nice. It was a great interaction. Gia was being very nice. I yeah. think she was certainly, she was continuing the storyline. She came on Drag Race to tell, you know, the drag spans gender storyline. And she was kind of, what else can she say with the time that she has? Right. And I know that she's doing it, but I'm not going to like read that because it's great. Yeah. Um, and, and I think like the headline, right? What she gets in there is trans or not, I can always be a drag performer. Yeah. Right. Which is like guardian, guardian, right. Guardian, right. right. Done. And, and so even if some of that doesn't feel terribly off, uh, organic, I was, it, it's true. Yes. And it's like, it's great that they're somebody needs the to say that. Yeah, exactly. And like, It'll feel more natural the more we see it. Right, right. You know, so just keep casting queens of all genders on the show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, we got Sonique in the the holiday yeah. spectacular. Yeah. Um, Hollis Slay, whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, and they didn't mention it at all, um, no. which is another way to do it, right? Exactly. I think those are two interesting Why ways not have to address both? it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. totally. Um, um, so I also have Trinity the babysitter or the aunt. Uh, when, oh, when yes. she When she's having this pep talk with Farrah, Again, Trinity is she's a smart, smart cookie. Um, you know, she's been I, I've been doing drag for double that. It's just a blip. In another seven years, who knows what could happen? Mm-hmm. And then she kind of assesses the the situation with Farrah. She's like, she has like zero confidence. She's yeah. got to get out of her own head, her own way. And knowing that about Farrah, it makes me angry at people that comment her on Twitter. Oh yeah, that like people are like being harsh at with Farrah, where it's like, well, obviously she's. 
she's on her own journey. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I that think we've been harsh with her, but like, yeah, we're not acting, acting her. No, right? no. And I, I think at the end of the day, it's like, you can critique what's what's happening in the show, but like at the end of the day, like Pheromone is a better drag queen than I'll ever be and on my gorgeous. best day. Yeah, yeah. like she's, gorgeous. she's a gorgeous drag queen. As an illusionist, she's ridiculously talented. Right. And in a few years, as she gets more experience and she like figures out her stuff. And, her and Violet can do burlesque acts. Yeah, yeah, like I think you know, you look at Tatiana when she like when first kind of got on the drag race scene, and it was like. All right, this queen's got some growing to do. Look at her now. I know. Like, she's such a fully realized drag yeah. queen. And Farrah hasn't been gone for that long. No, she hasn't. I, I just think, like, yeah, people, it's like people see one version of someone and they say, well, that's it. That's all you are. You have to yeah. always be this. You always have to be the queen who went home fourth or the queen who can't do this. Right. And, like, that's how I need to see you. Her ass. Yeah, yeah. And that And that covers everything you've done. Ugh, it's so frustrating. And I feel like Trinity was basically saying, listen, you fuck up once. That's not who you are. Right. And in the grand scheme of things, yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, I, I had the same note. She was, like, the drag babysitter. And, was, and it was – it's nice to see – you know, because Trinity can, you know, she had some very Elaine Stritch moments at points. <laughs> at some point she says, I think about, maybe it was about Gia, she says in her talking head, poof, be gone. Full stretch. Stretch. So we see that side of Trinity. We see I call shade. But then we see the, the drag babysitter. Yeah. And I I think of the version of myself before I watched Drag Race that just thought it was all bitchy queens. Mm. And I'm so glad that they're like this well-rounded. Sure. But they're human beings. There's some heart there. Yeah, sure. yeah. And you also have Manila and Monet. Uh, they're just the old men from the Muppets. Oh, I know. Episode. They're like, so we got nothing else to do. Yeah. Like, I think Manila even says, well, we got nothing better to do. You want to speculate? Yeah. Bored. Yeah. Yeah, it was cute. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was great. Um, so on the run, 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 runway, uh, RuPaul looks like a Barbie doll with huge spread out boobies. Yeah, Malaru, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, Mary. Yeah, Malaru. <laughs> she was uh, she was very much the popular girl while you have like Michelle Carson and Ross as like the nerdy preppy kids. Yeah, and yeah, and her boobs looked like they were trying to meet in the back. Oh my God, totally. They were just like, I want nothing to do with Look her. Look at this way. And that yeah, way. one's Betty, one's Joan. <laughs> Yeah, and there was a feud in the middle. Uh, but yeah, and Michelle was wearing green. Oh, all that, all that green. green, and she looked good. Um, we also get a fame reference, probably like one of the most traumatizing fame mm-hmm. references. I'm when... just picturing that like shot of the television oh, of her crying. God. So in Fame, at the end of Fame, Coco goes in for like a photography shoot, but it's clearly like a scam. Mm-hmm. And this guy, you know, makes makes her take off her top. And so right. Paul says, take off your top, Coco. And I'm like, whoa. And the casual way that Rue said <laughs> she it. She says it's so casual. Yeah, take off your top, Coco. <laughs> I love it because I was like, there are so many people who maybe aren't getting this reference and are thinking like, Coco Montreat? Right, right. Hey, what are they talking but about? But these are, you know, Ross Matthews. Thank you for make. If we don't make these references, we lose these references. <laughs> That's right. Uh, all right. So we got some looks. Um, yeah, looks, looks, looks. Jasmine, you know, it's a gorgeous cat suit, showing a little cook. Yeah, a, a little bit, little bit tish, little bit ass, little bit cook, a little bit of rosebud, if you will. <laughs> um, uh, rosebud salad. You know, I've. I, one thing that she said that I thought was so cute was she's like, you know, I've been eating salad since I've been here. Yeah, and she <laughs> says it in this kind of like, like she's just, that was the best. Like yeah. she's on whatever Paula was on. Totally. I've been eating salad since I've been here, yeah. so I'm feeling great. Yeah, um, great. I just called this look Rose Kennedy. It uh, looks, it's a, it's a, it's a really great suit. Oh, it was, it was yeah. cute. And yeah. it was, it was easy to lip sync in as well. I don't think that it 
did her any favors when she had to shake her ass, right? Oh, and she that's one of my favorite yeah. talking to heads of the great. season. It was great. And nothing moved. Nothing moved. <laughs> um, Farrah, Pheromone, what did you think about Pheromone? I just wrote down ribbons. I wrote down her dress is made up of all the participation ribbons she's worn over the yes, years. Yes, yes. <laughs> this was, yeah. Thanks for playing. Yeah, yeah. millennial realness. Yeah, exactly, exactly. This was, uh, everyone gets a role yes. in this in this musical. Right, yeah, right, yeah. Right, right, right. Um, Third yeah. tree from the left. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, um, I mean, she looked good. Uh, it was just a lot of ribbons, and I w- wish they were feathers. I wish they were feathers, and I feel like, and I think the look that I was thinking of, and I don't know if this is it, but I'm a hot take. I this look reminded me of another look, oh. and the only one I can think of, and this is like such a deep cut. It's this like Jay Jolie like circus like lion tamer Britney okay, Spears. Okay, I look. think I know it. Like the yes. black and red yes. one with the whip. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I think this maybe the shoulders reminded me of it. I don't know why. That's. It probably isn't that one, but that's what I thought of. Her face looked gorgeous. Oh, it was like, I think... She painted differently. It was a different face, yeah. yeah. Um, like a different shape, even. Right. Uh, yeah. I think Farrah was... She looked pretty. Um, Gia Gunn... I, when you have all that hair, I'm just like, fabulous. She was this demonic schoolgirl. Uh, and I think... I mean, I clocked it, and then I listened to the pit stop, but it's true. It's very that um, the, the the little girl from Kill Bill with the oh with the yes mace. uh-huh yeah yeah oh yeah the, the little uh the little assassin yeah. yeah um yeah I just said that she was putting the cum and magna cum loud okay there yeah because louder, yeah, louder and louder louder and louder because yeah. you know, she's a whore she's a whore dead whores oh my yeah. god when she's Oh, I thought you were done with these dead whores. Dead whores. Oh, yeah. So well, that beautiful little bitch got lucky today. I mean, listen, Gia. When we go back and like look at this whole season as as a as a unit, she's gonna have some of the best quotes. What you wanna do isn't what, necessarily what, what you're gonna, what you're gonna do. do. And it's like, man, that was like the quote of like that's such a timely quote. Sure. Like. Government shut down, yeah. Gia Gunn dovetail. Yeah. 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 What you want to do and what you're going to do. Yeah. I just, oh, Gia. Gia. Gia Gunn. Gia. So much more than a beady beady now, you know? So much more than a beady beady yeah, doing the shoulders. Beady. No, yeah. she is a, she's a comala floor. Um, Latrice Royale, shake it, shake it, shake it. This is a good outfit to lip sync in. I, I said the same I, thing. I can't blame her for that. I mean, obviously the boots didn't match, but maybe she felt real confident and comfortable in them. So like, there's all that. It's, you know, this is a Latrice look and, I, and yeah. I, I'm like, okay, if you want to make that iconic, then do that. Yeah. They weren't um, really going to get judged on the look. No. So. And that's the other thing. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Let's skip to Trinity right now because they said no reveal is the new reveal. I just think this was such a cop out. Oh. Like, I didn't think it was really fair for her to just come out in a cloak. I'm like, girl. Yeah, I called this look, I called this look overture realness because it's kind of like when the curtain's still closed before the musical oh, and they're just playing the overture. Yeah, I was like, the you can see it. the lights, you can see a little bit of the green. I was yeah. like, she's giving you overture realness. You know a show's in there. But you know what? What I love about a reveal and why I think Gia's is better is that I, th- that the look is better. Okay, mm-hmm. underneath, obviously Trinity's is better. Yeah. But then I don't necessarily see it coming. You, you it, a reveal kind of has to be two looks. It yeah. can't be like, I mean, now it can't be a cloak and then a look underneath. It feels like the season 10 finale, you know, where okay. it's like, there's Eureka with like seven layers on. Right. And then there's, you know, Aquaria in an aluminum wonton, you know, it's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. okay, right. I, well, let Alyssa me... Edwards with the, the, the camera dress. Exactly. Like, Girl, yeah. You look ridiculous before this thing. Right. That, that, that first look wasn't a look. It was you holding your dress yeah. together. Yeah. Whop. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. I, uh, yeah, I, I kind of feel like um, 
when it's a reveal like this, it's kind of like, don't even bother. Because like... <laughs> Totally. If I know it's coming, then it's not that exciting. I just her reveal was not exciting. It wasn't even that exciting. It was just like okay. It came off right away. Yeah, and it was like oh, this is like a kind of classic Trinity like silhouette, which is not a problem, but not a thing to build up all this anticipation sure. about. Yeah, right, right. Now the real winning look, if there was going to be a winning look, would be Manila's. Oh right? yeah. And to all I have to say is she got to do her period dress after all. She did. She <laughs> did. She she had the balls to still do her period look. And the meatballs. And the meatballs. Um, uh, yeah, I said pizza queen, meat pasta queen. Oh, totally. You know? Pasta queen. Pasta she looked queen. gorgeous. It was such she a cool look. Gorgeous. Her face mm -hmm. was absolutely stunning. And I, she didn't have to be. No, and I love the idea that she showed up for a show. Yeah. She was wearing her eaten dress right. in a way, <laughs> her own eaten dress. But she came for a picnic to watch this show yeah, down. Yeah, so gingham and everything. Yeah, so yeah. the story of like, even the, the added story that I'm just here, you know, picnic in the park watching the showdown. It, it just goes back to like, Manila is, so she's so thoughtful. She's mm. so smart. And she might be cringy and Chad Michaelsy sometimes, but like, She's such a good drag queen. Right. Yeah. Monet, I think Monet used a dress that she's like, this is a beautiful gown. I'm going to wear this. I think the fit was kind of a problem. I like the minimal minimalism. Yeah. But to me, what the star was her face and oh her hair. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. it was just, like, perfect. Like, yeah, she's just, like, so good It's, it's another that. Christopher Pelou dress. Oh, is it? Patrick Renway. Yeah. I mean, my thought He's was. Okay. Yeah, my thought was, and Monet, take it as a compliment, is like, girl, I think you're too skinny. I think you're just too skinny for this dress. Mm. I think it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Competition's taking a few LBs off because uh, I think it just seemed like. <laughs> she's been eating salads. She's been eating salads the whole time. It just seemed like, yeah, there were, there were places where it could be tighter. But I think the colors were great. I feel like the thing, the elements that were supposed, like that still worked if you take away the kind of, you know, missteps were really good. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, it was a nice dress. Yeah. Um, also one that she could wear when she's immune. Oh, you know what I mean? Totally, totally. I mean, yeah, they weren't going to read her for it. Right. Um, I, let's talk about Monique. Giant ruffles, tassels. I thought it was cute. I, I don't really have much else to say about this dress. Oh, Monique? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I just wrote down RuPaul's quote of, she's spilling that sauce, honey. I was yeah. like, what, RuPaul, what are you doing? I don't know where she got the barbecue thing from. It was the Monique Hart barbecue? I mean, I, I think it's like... just because Kansas City has like a, a oh, significant barbecue like, uh, tradition. As a vegetarian, I'm, I'm blind to this. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, Kansas City barbecue is like a specific type. Right. Yeah, okay. so she was a little KC masterpiece. Yeah. Yeah, have you ever heard of that? It's Kansas City. Yeah, KC. Um, um, Naomi? Now, don't get me wrong. Naomi looked fucking sickening. Mm -hmm. I just don't know. Is Rupala Palooza Eleganza? Does that mean like anything to lip sync in? I don't because know. Then this works. Yeah. But I'm just like, is this Eleganza? No, I don't know what this category was supposed to be. I really think they were kind of these looks should be looks to lip sync in. Ultimately, that's sure. the purpose okay. it needs to serve most of all. I think going and so that's why Trinity got to buy. Yeah. So I think calling it like like. I guess the idea is it is kind of Rupaulapalooza. I'm calling it that. Rupaulapalooza eleganza because it's something you would wear to a lip sync competition. Okay, okay. Um, so Trinity is going to wear the cloak. Okay. Yeah, and I think for Naomi it was great because it really was – I think this outfit was actually really smart because – her kind of gag was all of the angles of her body. Right. And so we weren't going to miss any of them. Yeah. And it was just, it was a really oh, smart look. so smart. I called her Naomi Extra Smalls because oh. she's a little bit extra and she's extra small. That's cute. Yeah, it means two things. Um, Valentina wore the cat suit. This was just old Hollywood glamour. Oh. You know, it was gorgeous. Gore and like, 
she's really good. It seems like she, like she can paint for the runway because it seems like her makeup works with the lights really well. Oh, okay. Like it's like, whoa, the lights are making your makeup even better. I bet that's what it's supposed to do. Sure. Um, I did think when she was wearing a cat suit for Kitty Girl and RuPaul said, hey, Kitty Girl, I was like, Mm. Oh, I wrote that down too. I'm starting to think that yeah, they definitely that know the song. I'm like, beforehand. oh, a cat suit for Kitty Girl? Yeah. Hmm. Come on. Um, yeah. Uh, hmm. Well, let's actually let's get to those lip syncs because, yeah, my first question is were the lip syncs rigged at all? Because I, on, during the hot take, I, I mentioned, like, were all of those boxes filled with the same song? Yeah. Did each one of them say peanut butter the first time? I know that yeah. they had to learn four. I'm sure that they learned four. Mm-hmm. But it seems to me like Jasmine, when she's listening in the workroom, it's like, okay, Jasmine. Like they must know which one it is. Yeah, I, I it, and it seems they want to, it to be successful. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It seems to me that they would want to set them up for success because the whole idea is to have four great lip syncs. Yeah, it's not to have one not be so good and the other one be really great. Right. Because we want to be like shit. Who's coming back? Right. Yeah. And so I think you know for Latrice and Monique to get sissy that walk, which is a very epic lip sync. Because the the thing is, all of these songs work. Right. They work as mm-hmm. lip syncs. Peanut butter to me though was the weakest, and maybe even Kitty Girl, but peanut butter for sure because it's all high energy the entire time. Yeah. There's no build, there's no swells, there's nothing, no climax for you to get to. Yeah. So these girls are just like they have to create the drama themselves and create mm-hmm. the swells themselves. Otherwise, they're just responding to what they're hearing, which is just frantic, frenetic energy. Yeah. The the nuances there's there's some here and there, but it it doesn't have as many the peaks and valleys are not varied enough you know they'll be like oh then it like shifts into a rap or it shifts into a, a you know a breakdown but right. like it all kind of exists in the same place they have to create the suspense themselves yeah uh, it was just a lot of shaking it was all very very physical mm-hmm. so it's a good thing that trinity and jasmine were doing this exactly you know it, it worked out like it like made, latrice wouldn't have gotten this one. no it, it made sense to have trinity doing this and and jasmine i think um, Imagine if Naomi Smalls got this one. Yeah, she'd be fucked. Yeah, because she's. I mean, we even see that. Like, she doesn't. She's not doing fast paced. Like, you know, that's just not how she performs. Right. Yeah. Um, she has a different rhythm. Yeah, it's a different. Yeah, she she goes a different yeah. route with these things. Yeah. I think that I will say, for as much as Jasmine maybe didn't totally know the words, and we kind of knew that this was an appetizer. Sure. We kind of knew she wasn't gonna replace Trinity Taylor. Right. Um, there's that one moment, obviously there's like that hair moment when she's on the floor and uh-huh. she's tossing, the, she's yeah, doing yeah, the, the, the eights yeah, yeah, with yeah, her yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then she like flips backward and like rolls into a stand and immediately goes into the rap. And it's seamless and it's Jasmine's best moment. Sure. And like I missed it the first time watching it, but the second time I was like, say what you want, but that is classic Jasmine Masters. Yeah. That's, there it is. Yeah, she's a pro. Yeah, she can do that, but... She's not going to break a sweat for no RuPaul's Drag Race. She doesn't have to. That's what I like about Jasmine is even that one talking head when she's like, and Miss Trinity's over there, shake a shake a shake a shake a And she said, and I try and nothing moves. Yeah. She's not, she's not upset about it. She's laughing about yeah, it. She's not upset Jasmine about it. is not shaken. She's on TV again. She's on TV. It's great. It's just another gig. Yeah. yeah. And also, I mean, we got Bruno who is holding peanut butter. Oh, I would you also love, love to look inside number three. Yes, yes. Oh, absolutely. Let me get a flashlight. I, he, I mean, all four. <laughs> a flashlight, if you. All four of them. I mean, I'm not going to kick any man out of bed for you know eating sure. a scoop of creatine. But um, I think number uh, number three. You know, number one. He's Sean's cute. But oh, Sean's very. He, cute. I heard he is, uh, and I, I don't mind a bit of woofiness, but I heard he's a stinky mf'er. 
Oh, he smells? Yeah. Because oh. he just like doesn't wear deodorant. Oh. And again, like, I kind of like that, but there's a limit where it's okay. like, it smells like, you know, Attack of the Onion bagels. Then we have a problem, oh, you know what I bagels. mean? Oh. Yeah. Did somebody it... just have an onion bagel? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Clam chowder. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Oh, speaking of, uh, Trinity sniffs Bryce as he walks oh, by. Oh, that was great. And he has this moment like, who did that? Oh yeah. That? Just, yeah. What? what? Yeah. She, and I loved that. Was that was a great little nuance that they a... didn't have to capture. They didn't, and to me, that was like Trinity is feeling her oats because oh, totally. it was after she she'd won. won. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's having a good time. Um, yeah, so Valentina and Farragut, Kitty Girl. We kind of talked about this. I mean, she's wearing a cat suit. Yeah, um, and Valentina when when uh, Farrah picks her, she's like, <gasps> I knew it. I knew it. I knew yeah. it. It was great. Um, Farrah lost the minute she flipped her hair in front of her face. Oh my god, that was so it was really funny. unfortunate. It was unfortunate, but it was and also funny. really funny because it was like, all right, Farrah, here you go. Yeah, first move. Right. Cousin it. And then yeah. cut to Ross's face. Oh, my God. Shade, took, shade, shade. The micro moment of Ross. Like, Get there was dirty. so much he was saying in that moment. It was mm. just like, what are you doing, Farrah? And, you know, Ross keeps his kid gloves on, but it's like, what are you doing? You know, Valentina Valentina also performed this very interestingly. Like, this was a hard, another hard song, right? Mm-hmm. Because you either, like, have amazing dance moves, like the uh, finale of All-Stars 3. Right. Or, like... You bring something else. And Farah just seemed to have this toolbox of dance moves that were fine. Didn't The energy didn't always seem to sync up to the song. It sure. was like, now I'm doing this. Right. Now I'm doing this. Right. Whereas Valentina. But she looked gorgeous the entire time. But she looked great doing it. Yeah. Whereas Valentina was just like very engaged. And we talked about this in the hot well, take. Well, I was saying that about Valentina. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, you're saying Valentina was just pulling out tricks. I think so. Oh. It was just like this dance move and this dance move and this dance move and this dance move. There wasn't much of a build. Oh, I was getting some so much more of a flow from Valentina and what you what you were picking up on, I saw a little bit, but I was kind of blaming the song for that. Oh, okay. Because I I think that Valentina and Farah were both kind of switching through different things, but Valentina was flowing better. And there was that one point that we talked about on the hot take where she got a little Alexis Michelle. Oh yeah. Like her performance style just felt very Alexis. Yeah, right. And I loved right. it. Like Valentina, I think for me, the reason that she won beyond Farah's hair moment was. I, I was just like captivated. Yeah. I mean, captivated. She's, captivated. Yeah. She looked beautiful mm-hmm. the whole time. Yeah. And, and we just engage it. Yeah. Like just, I was interested in her. Yeah. I don't know. This wasn't my favorite lip sync. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, uh, you know, obviously I think Trinity and Jasmine, that's probably uh, the lip sync. I liked the least, not that I didn't, that I hated it, mm-hmm. but it would go that one. And then this one. So I think it was ordered almost properly. I would have put Naomi and Gia last, I think uh, I would have switched. I would have said I liked Trinity and Jasmine more than this one. I okay. had more moments I got excited by. Oh, I by. see. I see. You know, yes, 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 it's yes. kind of about the moments. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the uh, Peanut Butter, I got more excited as a song than Kitty Girl. Yeah. I think uh, the parts I liked with Peanut Butter, there was that great Jasmine moment with the role. Right. And then there was that part where Trinity was like on the floor and she was like a she was like a little Zamboni kind of turn. Oh, sure, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, I, that, I, I thought that was Clean really in the floor. Yeah, 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 and I thought yeah. that was really cute. Yeah, we got a lot of her ass. And RuPaul, I think, had a little... Oh, moment. she did. I think RuPaul. Yeah. She wanted to. She wanted to bite that little. Bite it. That little. <laughs> trying to bite it. Um, um, let's talk about Naomi and Gia. Let's let's talk about Naomi and Gia so and adrenaline. The nuance uh, that I love from Naomi is Naomi says, you know, Gia comes from the house of Edwards, so she could have something up her sleeve, stunts, buffoonery. Like she mm-hmm. recognizes that Gia 
is going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. She knows that Gia, she doesn't, she's not looking at Gia the way Gia is looking at her. Right. Gia is looking at her as like, oh, I can beat you. And Naomi's like, well, shit. Shit. I know you got a lot up your sleeve. Yeah. But I have a lot up my sleeve. Well, she didn't have any sleeves. Yeah, Mike got a lot up my uh, harness. Yeah, um, yeah. Gia says dollars, coins, pesos, or yens. Baby, I'm ready. Yeah, it's I cute. love when Gia does a list. Yeah. Um, I also just want to mention, because I like this one the most, but RuPaul is having a blast making up for lost time with the, like, lip sync for your life and, oh, and don't fuck Gia, it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Good luck. And don't fuck it up. And don't fuck it up. I love that one. That was great. Um, This is... Probably the best song uh, to lip sync to and on the runway. I love this RuPaul It's a great song. song. It's a great song. I loved it since season eight mm-hmm. when Thorgy Thor was doing it. I mean. Yeah. 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 With the. With the, um, the electrocution. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. This is a great song. And I think that Naomi, you know, Naomi is interesting because it is definitely a high paced song and it does kind of require Gia's approach mm-hmm. but where it was different whereas I feel like Naomi's energy oh. matched the song oh totally like her her just her vibe well and the she song. she did something very smart right because it's very easy to get too tired during the frenetic parts mm-hmm. where Gia was just like voguing the house down boots yep but Naomi partway through changed the rhythm and was like pose uh-huh and then morph and pose and did it every two bars yeah and while Gia was just like two 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 one and two and three mm-hmm. and four and one and two and three and a four yeah and what happened with that is Gia was definitely like hitting all the beats but I wasn't connecting with her whereas Naomi was like oh. doing these interesting things where then I was not just watching her body but her face okay because then she was doing this almost like crazy eyes crazy face yes. that matched the song yes and it's like that shit where i'm like don't sleep on naomi smalls like right. she's got so much more going on I and mean, just the way that she changed that rhythm i just think that's a, a nuanced way to stand out yeah when you're going up against somebody that you know is gonna fucking bring the moves yeah like it's that- really fierce it was all about her face mm-hmm. because by posing you know and, and freezing mm-hmm. and doing that, she was able to draw attention to her face, which yeah. I think she maybe have know, might have guessed that Gia couldn't do that mm-hmm. while doing all of those movements. And then, of course, there's the move. The move. So this is a hinge. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have been calling it a backbend. And at the end, it kind of does become a backbend. Mm-hmm. But a hinge is when you back, you actually, to do a hinge, you bend at the knees. Mm-hmm. And the way you protect your lower back... No shades, Naomi. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. Yeah. But you protect your lower back by keeping your back straight mm-hmm. and only bending from your knees. So it actually takes a lot of, obviously, core strength, yeah. but a lot of leg strength. It's uh, all in, from the legs. In high heels. In high heels. But I will say this in defense of high heels or, or offensive high heels. You have to do a hinge on your toes. So it kind of helps you with that. It yeah. totally Well, I, I'm still going to give her all the credit. Oh, yeah. It was it was incredible and I, and like the commitment to it the willingness to not break it when oh she could have like she's like oh my no I'm gonna hold it one more in when she yeah. changed it to the rhythm of the words it was yep. just like bump 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 yep. I was like girl it's incredible and it was just like that reminder that like it's okay, it's right. not about doing more it's about doing more oh totally you know what I mean it's yeah. not about quantity it's about quality and like we had never she, seen we, she held us yeah. so hard we had seen versions of that. We saw Katya do something similar with the Olivia Newton-John oh, lip with thing. Oh, slow. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So we've seen like things like this, but I think this was still totally unique. She she chose the right place in the oh, stage. She was, she was angled correctly. Whereas Exorcism Gia, realness. It was great. Whereas Gia, like I love some voguing, but I have to say 
the reveal felt kind of like, not that it didn't look good, but it was done sort of like, oh, by the way. Well, she looked better than she did before, which I like. She did, but I think the act of the reveal, the whoa moment. Oh, I see. The actual action. It was like during that and then Vogue. It was like, okay, that's exactly where you should have done it. That's where you should have done it, but I don't think it was, I don't think she made it the moment that it should have been to be an entire costume change. Sure. You know? Sure. Yeah. Um, Naomi looked gorgeous. She had the leg sweeping move that people aren't really talking about. I love that move. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe again, one of my favorite talking heads of the season and completely post-verbal was Monique. Nay. Ah, girl. Oh yeah, it was, that she, was after the the hinge. Yeah, yeah, it was just like uh, yes, that summed up my feelings. <laughs> um, I, lo- I I have to say that I when you're watching a fierce lip sync like this, when they cut to the judges, it bothers me because they're just singing, and I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't care. I need to hear RuPaul <laughs> sing his own song. Well, that, I mean, it's sweet that that happens, but I'm already but, hearing it, right? And, so, but I don't need to see Carson and Michelle and Ross lip syncing lip syncing along. I know, I. When they cut to the judges, I have to imagine, like, for that's example, for editing, not to, not to, to jump the, the gun, stories. but like Moni Cart obviously has another uh, reveal in their lip sync that they don't show us. We right. see like a split second of it. And what that tells me is that the reveal was a little clunky. Yeah, it didn't do well. So they, they were like, OK, well, let's just. So I think they do that to give them an opportunity to like edit around. Fix some yeah. mistakes. Mm-hmm. I get what yeah. you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, when Gia goes home. We have to mention this. RuPaul says, honey, you have never let me down. Yeah. What do you make of that? Well, I mean, I don't like to get my nose in this in this nonsense, but obviously, you know, there were there was I guess there was that interview that Gia did on Race Chasers and like that there had been allegedly some tension on set between Gia and RuPaul. Right. And so I guess I thought, well, if that is true and I don't really have a reason to not believe that there may have been some tension, then this moment is lovely on paper, but I guess the re- like the truth behind it is like, oh, is it kind of an empty moment for both of them as people, but it's a They're meaningful playing. moment in the story. They're playing it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I don't know. You can go back to Pearl, mm-hmm. and when Pearl was like, you know, I said all this stuff to RuPaul, and then RuPaul says, when those cameras aren't on, it doesn't mean anything. Whatever. Mm-hmm. We've kind of like talked about that and sussed that out. I wonder if this is one of those moments where Gia was expecting something and didn't get it and mm-hmm. then has been bitter Betty ever since. I don't know if I necessarily totally believe the argument on the runway that she had with RuPaul and that Gus, Gus Kenworthy kind of stepped in. I don't know if I'm buying all of G- only Gia's side. I don't even know if I know all of that, those details. So when... when uh, Gia goes home uh, during uh, Snatch Game of Love. Mm-hmm. Uh, during her critique, apparently that's when they got into it, and that's what the race chasers uh, discussion was. Oh, about. okay, all right. And and then Gus Gus Kenworthy steps in, and is like, well, you know, all that being said, I'm really happy that you're here. You have a great platform. Oh, I for see. I see. Okay. Yeah. Um. So uh, we have this moment. That I think was an important moment, right, for the story. Mm-hmm. How empty it is, I don't know, because we're only hearing one fucking side, which sucks. Yeah. I mean, I think in that case, I'm going to look at it in the same lens I've looked at. Like, Gia is on here telling this drag spans genders storyline mm-hmm. and, and, and bringing that story to drag race. And so this is a nice way to conclude that storyline. Whether or not it's Gia Gunn herself storyline sure. versus the story of an openly trans woman on Drag, on Drag Race. Race. Who started in season six. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of look at it that way and I, and I, because I kind of feel like, well, there's so many, 
like there's so much willing suspension of disbelief I have on the show already that I'm willing to yeah, maintain right. it for this as right. well. Suspension of disbelief is the is the right word. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I I I think that there's a lot of truths that we don't know about that mm-hmm. also are none of our business. I also know that Willem has a platform where he wants to expose all of those truths. Yeah. And maybe that's what that all of that was. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I'm going to also focus on the story that I think is really positive. Right. At the end of the day, it's like, you know, you, yeah, you. I'm done tearing the. Done tearing each other. Apart. Yeah, you, I really am. You and need I'm, to kind I'm getting of kind of passionate right now, but like I'm, I'm kind of done looking for reasons to hate people that are also on my side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think it's like to take some inspiration from Valentina's little coconut head. It's like, what is, what is the paradigm you want to choose here? Yeah. What's the way you want to see the world here? Right. And and operate from that because like that's that's pretty much the variation. You yeah. know what I mean? Like these factors don't change. Whatever happened, happened. Right. We can look at it as an opportunity to drag someone. We can look at it as an opportunity to learn. We can look as an opportunity to move on to something more important. Right. The thing doesn't change. Our approach to it changes. Sure. We can just say, it's just a fucking drag TV show. Get over it. And the things don't change. Right. Or we could cry about it all day and yeah. things don't change. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so honey, you have never let me down is, is, uh, a script that is part of our paradigm in, mm-hmm. a, in a way where we also can recognize that, sure, there's a whole world outside of this that maybe we didn't see. Right, right. And, and I, G is, you know, trying to talk about Willem's trying to expose. Mm-hmm. And that's their that's their prerogative. Yeah. And I guess from the angle of like Gia as a as a character on this reality show, Gia did her job. Oh, yeah. So she didn't let RuPaul she did down. She really great. She oh, kept that's right. stirring that's that right. pot. <laughs> She, Gia, you have never let me down. Yeah, you, you did, came on this show and were such a bitch. And such a bitch. <laughs> and you kept things spicy for the whole first half of the season. Beautiful bitch. You beautiful bitch. <laughs> so she didn't, she didn't let her down at all. Oh, no. Um, all right. So the next one was Sissy That Walk with Monique and Latrice. We kind of talked about this in the clip of the week. Uh, any, any further thoughts on the gay Super Bowl? I did love when Latrice said, this is my battle costume. I was like, girl. Work. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's like uh, with, with a with a hot wax and vacuum after. Just giving you car wash realness. <laughs> totally, totally. Um, you know, I want to mention this moment, which is before the lip sync. A oh that that poor last um, pit crew member looked oh, so dejected. Yeah. But I was like, look on the bright side. She got the most screen time. His last, yeah. You got the most screen time, and like I. You liked him the most. I oh, know you liked you liked Bruno the most. I liked Bruno. I mean, I this guy was cute too. Yeah. I I tip, I don't need all those muscles, but I'll find my way through them. Um, but I think uh, the, they all need more hair, to be honest. Oh but, yeah, they all yeah. need like more hair. But and, I'm like, sure that like there's a clause in their contracts with you know Wow Presents that mm-hmm. are like you must wax before every shoot. Uh, you know, imagine how hot these guys are like during the off season <gasps> when they like don't Israel have, from Dragula. When Israel oh, can just let himself go a little. <sighs> Oh my God! I Ugh. yeah I oh my God I Ugh. I need to I need to I need to go We need to go I need to leave Israel Zamora yeah. Zamora him Zamora please um, uh, <laughs> Tel Aviv me more um, so <laughs> but there is this one uh, Jerusalem yum <laughs> oh Jesus um, anyway, um Shuka shut up. <laughs> Shakshuka, really, give me a, a, a fun time, couldn't you? Shakshuka rocked me all night long. Um, anyway. Uh, Manish Mommy. <laughs> sorry, 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 Marys from Israel. Um, yeah, sorry, Israeli Marys. We're just uh, Israeli Marys. That's, Israeli Marys. Yeah. Yeah, um, we, got, we got plenty of Israeli We do Marys. Israeli Marys. Yeah, lots um, of Israeli Marys. The, so the moment I, I'm, the reason I'm talking about this is because 
RuPaul gives that last pit crew member, I think his name is Wilson. Um, yeah. Mr. She, Wilson! Yeah, she, like, yeah. gives him this, like, proud look at some point. It's this weird cut to RuPaul after he, like, reveals the song or after right before he leaves. And it's the strangest look, and it is the exact same look if to, that uh, Shangela gives when she's talking about not making it to the top two and RuPaul saying, but I look, I could see RuPaul and she was giving me that face like, yeah, that's my daughter. It is the exact same face that Shangela is doing. This is a deep cut. RuPaul is doing in this moment. And I'm, I'm here for the deep cut. I know this is weird. I made the Family Stone Thank one you. yesterday yeah, or no, last week. No judgments. Yes. No, um, for sure, I will, no. I will side by side it, but Mary's. All right. Watch the last episode of All Stars 3 and this episode of season four. She's given the look that Shangela was seeing. I was just confused when she dismisses Wilson. She says, oh, thank you, pit crew. And I'm just like, but there's only one there's of There's only one. Just call him Wilson. You already called him Wilson. <laughs> yeah, you already called him yeah. Wilson. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love that his name is Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. Wilson, Bryce, Bruno, and Sean. He's... Mm. Yeah, Wilson, Bryce. And Bryce is the straight one? Bryce is the straight one. Yeah. I don't know about Bruno, but... I don't know about Bruno either. I, you know, I, I, I'll i believe what For I want For all my luck, he's probably straight. Yeah, all right. Well, you know, so spaghetti till it gets hot. Just, just ask Manila. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so that's that's kind of it. Do you want to talk about um, uh, anything else before we move um, on to maybe next week? I just want to see if I have any other... We talked about that great moment of Monique coming up the runway with the fan. Oh, the I just fan. want to highlight that oh. again. God. It was very um, Trinity uh, Trinity K. Bonet. <gasps> yeah. When she has the. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm every woman. I can read your thoughts right now. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I can read. Uh, what a great lip sync. You know, I was thinking about that lip sync recently because I like to do those things. Like, <laughs> God, that lip sync was good. She's so good. God, she's so good in that lip sync. I will, oh, Trinity K. Bonet, TKB, will continue and always be my favorite drag queen. That'll be a fun always. lip sync to just do. Like if a, I could meet TKB and just kind of like, I don't know if she drinks or not, like I'd buy her a tea if she wanted to. Sure. And just kind of just like, just meet her and just have just have a, a quick five, ten minute conversation with her. I would be so happy. I would. I would Without wanna... the stress of like being with other people behind me in line at a meet right. and greet. You know? I would want to ask Trinity like, what? What headspace do you go into when you're lip syncing? Like, where do you go mentally? Right. What does it feel like in your head? Yeah, where do you go? Because, like, we see a different person. What are you good at? What quickly. are you good at? Quickly, Trinity. <laughs> quickly, Trinity. What are you good at? Love you, girl. Lip syncing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, there was that great moment. And um, I think... Oh, I, I took a picture of this. Actually, I can show you while I'm talking about it. But there's this great shot when um, after the lip sync and they kind of get back in their place and Monique is waiting to find out the result and I took the screenshot of Monique here. Oh, that's a great I was look. like, there, I mean, I'll put That's a great, that's like winner of all stars. Yeah, it is. And it's like the most beautiful I've seen Monique. Yeah. Oh my God. It's just, it's such a great shot. So I will post this on Twitter. Uh, it's such a great micro moment. Tag her. And what I, yeah, totally. And what I love is it's like, Monique isn't standing there shaking in her boots. She's like, okay, come on. I peed all over the stage. I peed. So come on. Yeah. Yeah. Mark my territory. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Winner of All Stars 4 right Winner here. of All Stars 4. Yeah. Yeah. This uh, We're having steak tonight. Yeah. yeah. Not Brown County more. Not Brown County more. It's filet mignon, motherfucker. <laughs> um, and then, of course, obviously. Skirt steaks. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> My meat joke. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas Trinity serves more of a flank steak, you know. <laughs> or I guess maybe more that would be like a nail. Isn't bacon the like the butt of a pig? Oh, I don't know because I think it could be back bacon too. Oh, is but that maybe. a thing? 
Okay. Maybe. I, I don't, don't know. You know, I don't know. It. I know ribs are back there. Ribs. Baby back ribs. Oh, I want yeah. my baby back, baby back, baby yeah. back. Yeah. I don't know where baby oh, comes from. reminds me a bubble bath. <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? Oh, my God. You don't know that reference? Is it from Curly Sue? <gasps> no, Mary. Oh. So, bubble bath. You could look it up. It's just like there's, there's, uh, so uh, it's that show on Netflix. Uh, about um, it's a cartoon with kids going through adolescence. Um, oh, I don't. I haven't. Watched. And Maya Rudolph plays the voice. So basically, what happens is these kids, when they're going through adolescence, a monster comes out and represents their like hormones. Oh, I see. Sure. And uh, <laughs> and Maya Rudolph plays uh, you know the the hormone of this one little girl, mm-hmm. and she is constantly talking about how she wants to take a bubble bath, a bubble bath, a bubble bath. And so there's this uh, queen. I think it was Miss Toto who did a lip sync. That used oh wow with a bubble bath oh well Bu- <laughs> well that's news big to mouth me. big mouth big mouth oh yeah. big mouth people love that show it's so funny yeah people it's all comedians and Maya Rudolph I mean it's a brilliant character oh I should watch that if it's like good voice actors yes yeah great voice actors it's kind of like when it like I we we've talked about King of the Hill before and it's like yeah I don't know why not watch that and then like once I clicked in it's like. You know, Kathy and Jimmy is on. Oh, what, right, what, what, what right. are we doing? Right. What yeah. are we doing here? Yeah, what, what are we doing, doing here, here, Jeff? Jeff? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, baby back is bubble bath. Bubble bath. So all that bubble bath, <laughs> the big mouth. Um, hey, Marco, you going to chew that wire? Please don't. Hi, hey, buddy. Okay, stop. Yeah, stop. Nice friend. Um, so, next week, uh, the clip is to create a club lounge space. Yeah, they're creating a this lounge. This seems space. very like restaurant wars. Very trading spaces. Trading spaces, yeah. restaurant wars. Like, mm-hmm. they're. Painting the fucking walls. I'm like, I know. I know. This is like, yeah. This. What drag queen does this? It almost feels like a season two, season three totally, challenge. So crafty. Totally. I mean, I'm I'm excited about it. You know, honestly, at this point, if I'm being totally real, I'm excited about it. If it seems like Monique and Monet are going to do well, they're going to do well. Mary. You know what I mean, Mary? I have no question. Um, there's no question. I think they're both going to win next week. I hope so. I think Latrice and Manila are going to be in the bottom. Oh man, that that's what the previews are trying to set up. Yeah. I mean, I I just like I definitely feel like I think it's because I I really was not expecting them to make it this far. I thought Monique and Monet were oh, going to go earlier. Yeah, yeah, sure. Not that I wanted them to. No, I understand. You're just thinking about like past past seasons mm-hmm. and, and right. what the cloud is. You know, I I will say about Latrice coming back, statistically, the only person that has lasted one episode past coming back is Trixie Mattel. And then that was only two episodes. Mm-hmm. So Latrice is... She's either going home next week yeah. or the week after, or she's going all the way. Yeah. And I don't think she's going all the way. No. I mean, I I, I guess the only other queen who holds that that um, title is, of course, I mean, how would we, how could we forget? She's back, Mary. Nasha Lopez. Oh, oh. She makes it, she makes it two episodes. But she comes back because of a double elimination. But she, yeah, she comes back, it, she comes back not because she won her way back. Right, right, yeah. right. She didn't win her way back. Not yeah. to like discount no. Miss Geist, yeah. but like she, yeah, it yeah. wasn't the same Geist, thing. Yeah. yeah, that's from Clueless. Yeah, always, yeah, yeah, I know, I know who Miss Geist Somebody told me not to mis- discount Miss Geist. Didn't you remember that part? Is that where she's trying to like talk her up to the other teacher? Well, no, she's trying to decide who to give a teacher a makeover to. Oh, with it towards the beginning. Yeah. Okay. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone told me not to discount Miss Geist. And then they like fix her hair and they're like, oh, this pretty little And waist. they take her glasses off. She's like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're kind of just and like. And then she says, you girls are sweet. Right, you're right. And they just away. start moving in on Ms. her. Miss Geist is a great drag character. For sure. That is a great drag character. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's so cute. Yeah, yeah. She's a good character. Uh, don't, don't discount Miss Geist. Yeah, like I'd really shop at Judy's. I think that's. <laughs> I love that line. Like I'd really shop. At Judy's. At Judy's. <laughs> Judy's. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know what to expect next week, obviously, because I haven't seen it, but... No uh, mini challenge, I'm assuming. No, I'm assuming no mini challenge, because yeah. it's going to be a lot of work. Yeah. But... Um, I like that Latrice hugged Monique at the end. That I love. So I feel like there's not going to be a lot of tension. No. I, that, to me, felt like the real Latrice, who yeah. was not really mad and was just like, I'm so glad we all get to yeah. stay. Yeah. Like, isn't this the best case scenario? Yeah, off camera almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Like off camera. Yeah, I was thinking of like off camera Valerie in the right. comeback. This oh, was like sure. off camera Latrice. Sure. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, I have to say, I, I, I guess I thought watching it again, like after the hot take, my thought was that I was going to come out of watching it a second time being like, ugh, that was just like a lot of filler and like maybe like six minutes of good episode. My takeaway now is, yeah, there was probably like 10 minutes of like real filler. Right. But it was actually a pretty good episode. It was good. And all it four flowed. lip syncs were entertaining. It sucks with commercials. It does I think suck. watching with- that with commercials, it was the worst. Maybe that's what it was because watching it without, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, this is fine. There's a whole segment yeah. between commercial breaks that they didn't need. I didn't mind the, mid- the mid-season the mid Super Bowl. I just, uh, you know, mm-hmm. playoffs in, in a sense. Yeah. I didn't mind that. Sorry, sports reference. It's homophobic. Um, Football. I, I will say, I, I think last season uh, when they had the two girl groups, to me, this, I enjoyed seeing them in their element. Mm-hmm. And I also think we got a real moment from each of the queens yeah. where you can argue that last season and others and the season prior that when the queens come back, well, maybe season All Stars Two was different because it was like duos. Yeah, um, I like that too because you do get the the queen that came back featured right and i i think this speaks to what we talked about during all stars three that the all-star seasons are really platforms for queens to build their platforms further it's really it it is a competition but it's a little bit more in quotes because they're the queens who are coming on the show are at different points in their careers already they're already established there isn't that same sense of like they don't have to write a new yeah, song, you know. Yeah. They don't have to write eight bars, and we get another Roxy, you know. Right, but the idea is that my we new see... Roxy was fabulous. Oh, she was, but yeah. I think also the fact that like all stars make sure that even if a queen goes home first or second, you're still going to see her a couple more times. Sure, you know. Sure, like, I'm just glad we got to see like a full two minutes of Gia, mm-hmm. yeah, like, doing drag, yeah, and as doing much... drag, you yeah. Know what I mean, and as much as Drag Race has like changed and grown and and has all these kind of performance based and acting and hosting challenges like obviously this next week it was really fun to see a whole episode dedicated to like classic lip syncing and a reminder that like I would not be mad at another episode like this. Like this is real. This was so entertaining. Yeah, there was there was uh, tension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was tension yeah. and suspension, and I didn't know what was going to happen because mm-hmm. I've been avoiding spoilers. Expect um, the unexpected. Oh God, I love that. Um, just before we wrap up, uh, Trixie had uh, a post on Instagram, maybe on Twitter also, but um, it was a shot of the the, the, the box open for what song mm-hmm. they were going to sing, and in it it said. Uh, read you wrote you Roxy's verse only oh I think I saw that yeah I think I saw that yeah Trixie's Drag Race yeah I thought you were going to say they opened the box and it said Shangela was robbed (laughs) (laughs) 
which I obviously don't think. But uh, no, there's my daughter. Yeah. That face. Daughter. You open the box, it just says, uh. Yeah, right. You open the box, it says, has anyone seen my 5 by 7 of Shona Brooks? <laughs> In parentheses, I'm pussy, bitch. <laughs> and then you turn it over and it says, but in respect to Dela, I will not be showing you my lipstick, my lipstick wise. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or, or just open the box. Out of respect for Dela, I will not be telling you what song yeah, it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> open the box. I am deeply offended <laughs> by the one in the gold with the bun. What you want to do is yeah, not necessarily yeah, what you're gonna yeah, do. Lim- yeah, it says on the top of the box what you want to do, and it opens. is not what you're necessarily gonna. What you're gonna do? Yeah. Oh, oh man. there we go, Mary. Um, so, without Marys, if you have any thoughts on this mid-season romp, uh, you mm. can reach out to us on Twitter at AllRightMary, or you can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com, or you can email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you want, I am on Instagram at Johnny also. And you get more of me on my podcast in the details, a celebration of nuance. This week, I'm coming out with part six of Cherishing Valerie, my uh, exploration of the comeback. Uh, you can get more of me on Twitter at Colin Drucker, and you can get more of both of us at patreon.com backslash allrightmary, where you can get access to those hot takes we keep talking about, bonus episodes, videos, um, all that. But all you got to do is go to patreon.com backslash allrightmary and go find out where that all is and how to get it. And then just before you log off America Online and you stop using your trial hours, head over to iTunes. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review. We just hit 500 ratings. Oh, good. So be 501, Levi. Come on, girl. There you go, Levi. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Levi, I like your hair. Mm -hmm. Um, Sorry, that's game change. Um, Oh. (laughs) Uh, so, uh, I also wanted to mention, cause there's been, um, Mary's that have been reaching out about Drag Race Thailand and they're asking, are we going to review it? Are we mm-hmm. going to review it? After we record today, Colin and I are meeting about our calendar for uh, a little while and we are going to figure all of that out, Mary. So mm-hmm. stay tuned. We do have every intention of talking about it. Mm-hmm. It's just about when. Yeah. So the answer is yes, we're doing Drag Race Thailand. Yes. When? Stay tuned. We're going to find that out in a few minutes. Well, yeah. we're going to find out, and then you'll find out later. Well, it's my first time in the. It's my, it's my first time scheduling, scheduling Drag Race, Drag Race, Drag Race Thailand. Thailand. Yeah. Um, rock and roll, baby. Rock and um, roll. So the last chance lip sync. Yes. Well, you know, I am on. I have an agenda these days. I'm here uh, to push nuanced unknown actresses like Oscar nominee Barbara Harris. Barbara Harris to be no- known uh, partly from the bizarre early '70s movie Who Is Harry Kellerman and why is he saying why is he saying those terrible things about me? I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, uh, the song at the end of that movie is really good it's and it has this kind of like you know vietnam war era kind of protesty vibe it has this like timely kind of feeling um and i was thinking as a bit of a twist this to me feels like a great great drag king last chance lip sync it has it, it it's a very specific kind of um male character like i just there's such a story here and I think as we're talking about drag spanning genders, I think um, I'm thinking about lip syncs as well. And All I would right. just love to see maybe, you know, for a reference, Mary's do know if you aren't familiar with any drag kings, I think of the season 10 um, 
that the mini challenge where they had to look the mask challenge. Oh, sure. Like I could see like Eureka doing oh, lip sync in that in, the, okay. in that uh, in that greasy look. But um, yeah, so just to kind of change things up, here is a song called "Last Morning" by Doctor Hook. Um, hopefully, it'll. Hook yeah. Oh, Jesus. Uh, honk, honk, honk. That's all I got. I, uh, just before we go, I just want to say, uh, what's going on with that little cool jar? Oh. Sorry, Mary. Thank you. <laughs> and, uh, you know, peace and blessings to Wendy Williams on her health journey right now. That's absolutely. Yeah. Yes. She's not dead. She's just <laughs> taking a break. Hurt her shot spine or something. All right, Marys. We'll see you next week. See ya. I'm going home. Kitchens of the girl who sings a song